continuing the trend of recapping the industry leaders for not only gaming but hip-hop as well we're going to also touch on the industry leaders when it comes to music in general but because i specifically cover hip-hop we have to address the elephant in the room hip-hop's performance in 2023 was beyond abysmal it was one of those things where when little uzi vert's pink tape is the first tape to secure a number one album when it comes to the grand scheme of things and how many hip-hop artists drop frequently you know that it's a rare decline for the genre and it's not even only performance on the charts new genres are on the rise which means that our overall wrap-up for 2023 is interesting because we only had three hip-hop albums released in 2023 among the top 25 consumed and this is the fewest in six years according to luminant data so it's not oh i made it up like what's your source i made it up it ain't one of those luminant data came out with the wrap-up results and you know i call myself analytic dream so you know we got to analyze these type of numbers because this is ridiculous. I don't know if it's because our top hip hop performers go on hiatus for half a decade plus. I don't know if the rise of Latin music, K-pop, Afrobeats is eating up certain market space, but this is ridiculous. I think our goats in hip-hop needs to step up this reminds me and i'm gonna keep making this analogy because i don't think people understand the amount of dominance that hip-hop has had over the past five to six years on the charts like remember only three hip-hop albums in 2023 were among the top 25 most consumed the fewest in six years so the reason why I want to say that again is because I compare it to when Team USA was dominating every other country in basketball. And then you start to have the likes of a Canada starting to compete with us. You start to have other countries actually keep up with us on a regular basis to the point where it's like if we don't send our best of the best, we may get outplayed and embarrassed. So now with the decline of hip-hop albums and hip-hop songs when it comes to performing this is a new trend because over the past half decade we've been consistently dominating the charts and when i mean dominating i mean we've been occupying more space to where people probably just thought all the world listened to was hip-hop So overall, of course, we're still competing as we had 70 albums in the top 200. But as far as the top, which in hip hop, we only, we don't settle for nothing less but the top. 2023 was one of the worst years performance wise because people say it, but nobody puts numbers towards what they are speaking on. So for me, 
I want people to get a glimpse into whatever I'm saying about hip-hop because I'm not just going with the trend of talking about, oh, hip-hop is falling off because quality-wise, I'm not saying hip-hop is falling off. I just think we have a lot more chefs that's putting out offering than before. And it's on you to pick what chef is making the right food for you. So hip-hop has 70 albums in the top 200. So even that decrease, which shows you how dominant we were in the past decade. And the reasons were some of the things I just listed out with Afrobeats, Latin music, K-pop. And just the globalization of music via the internet, because now people have access to more offerings from different chefs. I'm comparing artists to chefs, if you didn't put that together. And then the lack of a number one album is very glaring and you have to highlight it because when I get into these numbers and these industry leaders, I want y'all to know that, of course, I specifically cover hip hop. So I had to address the elephant in the room as somebody is probably wondering what in the world is going on with hip hop. And if it's just a fad that everybody's saying hip hop didn't have a good year, it's not a fad statistically one of our worst years ever like i just said and i think there's a reason for it which i just laid out so now i'm not going to be the dead horse of course all you need to know is the hip-hop's market share has decreased slightly not majorly but slightly so anyways oh another stat to throw at you is hip-hop's market share was about 26 percent of the U.S. market for this year. So yeah, with that being said, also we're gonna get into the industry leaders, and with that, with industry leaders, I try to go to certified numbers. So who else to refer to as a source? The Billboard themselves, one of the biggest, the biggest, when it comes to actually solidifying numbers and giving it to us in a way that we could digest. So. Top artists of 2023. I don't know if I wanted to start with that necessarily, but hey, here we are. Taylor Swift was the top artist of 2023. Shocker. Surprised? I think not. Taylor Swift, I am comparing to artists that have already passed away because her 2023 performance, numbers-wise, literally boosted the U.S. economy. I bring up this stat all the time, but currently I don't have it pulled up. Hold on, let me make sure. Cause this stat is egregious. Like this is this is amazing. Trying to spell government right. Make sure I spell that right. Okay. So basically, the government came out because of Taylor Swift performing so well, and basically. Um, other than her, of course, being the top artist of 2023, she boosted the U.S. economy. And I was trying to find an actual number. If you look up Taylor Swift, Beyonce, I talked about it and how much they boosted the U.S. economy. And I was trying to see if I could find that stat. If I can't, then it's not a big deal because I've said it before. For people who listen to the pod, you probably know what I'm referring to. But obviously... Seems like I can't find it right now. 
I'm gonna give it one more try because most of these categories Taylor Swift is leading. So I want you to know why. And I don't want you to just think they're just trying to cape uh for a white woman. <laughs> this ain't no uh this this ain't no favoritism at this point. Taylor Swift really ran 2023 and it was really no doubt, wasn't up in the air, wasn't battling with nobody. Morgan Wallen, nah, triple, quadruple his numbers. Taylor Swift was really one of one when it come, came to impacting the U.S. economy. So. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay, here we go. So the tour for, for Taylor Swift passed the 1 billion mark in just nine months after kicking off in the USA. Think about that. A billion with a B in just nine months. Generating that amount of revenue is like when LeBron was in Cleveland and everybody acted like they all of a sudden wanted to visit Cleveland, knowing good, just knowing that they would not visit Cleveland if it wasn't for LeBron. Obviously, Taylor Swift was performing in uh, multiple in multiple areas, but still, just letting you know the amount of impact that she had. So, filling stadiums, earning billions, boosting the U.S. economy. Literally, she could have ran for president, and she probably would have had a lot of people vote for it. Like I'm not even like I'm being dead serious when I say Taylor Swift could run for president, and I wouldn't be surprised if she actually. Uh, gave actual politicians a run for their money. So, with that being said, Taylor Swift was the top artist of 2023. Um, of course, you have Drake, Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, SZA. Um, you already know my personal favorite. Do I even have to say it? Like, come on now. Uh, top female artist, winner, of course, Taylor Swift, along with a Beyonce, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, and SZA. And then the top two, uh, the top Billboard 200 artists, which basically is, well, I'm not going to insult y'all intelligence. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And also, I have a graph, I have the actual website up. So, analytic dreams video on Spotify to see the video version along with the audio. But basically, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift won that as well as the top Billboard 200 artists, along with Drake. Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, and SZA. You're going to start to see a pattern here. A lot of these artists which is running the charts. Top Hot 100 songwriter. Taylor Swift was number one, of course. Um, and I don't know if the rest is in order. They just tell, talk about the winner. And then you have uh, Ashley Gorley, which is a, a guy, I believe. Actually, let me not assume. But um, looks... Yeah, let me just chill. Ashley Gorley, <laughs> Jack Antonoff, SZA, and then Zach Bryan. Hold up one second. I got to take my... I had a jacket on because I was getting cold, and now I'm just, like, burning hot. I don't know why y'all didn't know that, but, hey, that information is in your membrane now. So, hey, you got to deal with it. So, anyways, um, let's keep going. Top radio songs artist. Taylor Swift, of course, was the leader, along with Miley Cyrus, Morgan Wallen, SZA, and the weekend that's why i'm really going over this list because if it was just straight artists from other genres then i probably want to have covered it this extensively um but of course with r&b and uh, hip-hop artists uh sprinkled throughout these lists i thought it'd be nice for people to know as i did say that this episode is the year-end wrap-up for hip-hop and gaming so we're also going to get it so we're going to get the industry leaders and then we're going to get my personal favorites for 2023 right now obviously we get into the industry leaders so 
that was a top radio songs artist top song sales artist of course taylor swift and this one threw me for a loop because i haven't heard of jason aldean and i haven't heard of oliver anthony actually yes i have i covered oliver okay i remember him i think he was the guy who seemed like he was just in the middle of nowhere making music i don't know how he got a hold of recording equipment and internet but somehow he did and he blew up after that so you have taylor swift jason aldean miley cyrus morgan wallen and oliver anthony music and then we kept going to top billboard global 200 and then at this point you probably already i'm trying to see how many there's a lot of different categories say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill yeah let's keep going with that because it's not too many left because i don't want to just keep beating a dead horse because y'all understand who's the top artist but these are these names are changing other than taylor swift so taylor swift led the pack by far like lapped them not even close don't even look back type beat when they just she just smoked them in 2023 probably one of the more dominant performances from an artist i've seen in a year ever like the amount of impact an artist could have in a year i think i've seen the biggest with taylor swift like this is crazy dropping two albums both of them selling one million plus first week when my favorite artist who's drake who's also huge pause putting out his biggest album accumulated 600 or 700 plus first week sales well thousand of course 600 to 700 thousand first week sales i forget the actual number i would have to actually let me just look that up right now because i know drake views so Drake views views sold oh my goodness 852,000 first week so to put that in comparison I think the highest first week sales in US history is Eminem of course Eminem again of course Eminem again of course in the top three um you know, I would say white privilege, but y'all could probably already figure that out. Number four, 50 Cent with the Massacre. And then number five, the Carter Three with uh, Lil Wayne. And then Drake with, uh, they say one million each, but um, I think they was rounding up for Drake. So really the Carter Three is number five with Lil Wayne. But now let's compare Taylor Swift. Cause you know, it's going to get to that point where, oh, you ain't going to compare Drake and Taylor Swift because you knew if he was on top, you would have compared them. And I got to keep it fair. I got to cover it like I see it. So Taylor Swift put out literally two albums in one year. I mean, shout out to the artists who take 20 years to put out uh, uh, bodies of work. But Taylor Swift put out let's see, 19... 1989... And also, these are re-releases, so this is even crazy how this is selling like this. So, Because if you don't know, re-releases, and even in the gaming space, remasters always, well, usually don't hit as hard as the original. For somehow, some reason, somehow, some way, Taylor Swift managed to captivate the same type of feel that she captivated at 
whenever she released this uh, originally uh, original album. So, anyways, let me see if I can find it. I don't think they do first week sales for other artists. Oh, yes, they do. Okay. So, Taylor Swift sold 1.5 million. Yes, 1.5. 1.5 million first week with 1989. So, that's one, right? And then you have... See if I can find another one. Then you have... I think it was Speak Now. Is that the album? Yeah. Okay. So, that was that was the second one that she dropped uh, this year. And, and that came out... That came out in October 27th, 2023, which literally made Drake push his album back. So if you got to call it like it is, um, you can't say I never do that. You know what I mean? Because Drake pushing his album back for an artist I never thought I'd see today. So what else? Let me see if I can find this. And then Speak Now. So the first album she put out this year debuted with okay so it wasn't a million it was 700,000 first week which basically i think they was expected to sell okay what did she actually sell she sold it says 1.04 i'm trying to make sure i can fact check this okay i'm seeing 700,000 i'm seeing 1.04 i don't know if they're talking about vinyls i don't know what it is Oh, okay. So yeah, um, with everything as far as streaming and vinyls, it was 1.04. Of course, um, that's insane. 1.4 to follow that up with 1.5 as far as first week sales, just different level of impact. Literally Eminem, I, I read off the top performing hip hop albums of all time. And you see Taylor Swift did that twice in one year. Like got to put it in perspective because I think a lot of people... They understand Taylor Swift's status in the game, but analytically, I don't think they know just how much dominance has been displayed by Mrs. Swift, you know, by the Swifties, as a, if uh, I'm getting their name correct, because also got to credit her fan base because they showed up and showed out as one of the best fan bases ever in music history. So anyways, enough of Taylor Swift, just had to put it in perspective so y'all don't think we just... uh crown and taylor swift for no reason so the top billboard global 200 artists was taylor swift bad bunny morgan wallen SZA, and the weekend i knew bad bunny was gonna hop on this list at some point then we had top billboard global uh, exclusive or well, no exclusive i can't read excluding u.s artists so we had taylor swift again goodness bad bunny ed sheeran new jeans and the weekend if you didn't know the weekend is not from america he's from canada and that also adds to my other point that canada has been producing some pretty quality high quality uh artists if i might add because if you really think about it the weekend drake toy lanes there's probably other canada artists that i'm missing out on they have a very strong case kind of like my go ba going back to my team usa point it's like Jokic, uh, Joel, and who else? And Giannis. Yeah, you know how those are overseas artists, or not artists, overseas basketball players. Basically, they, as far as the top of the top, are are in that discussion. 
and they're from somewhere else and people sometimes try to think they're from here like joel obviously they're saying like he is is uh um rumors that he's gonna play from team usa because technically i guess he's lived enough i don't know some type of loophole right because usa doesn't really have the greatest of big men if we're not talking about anthony davis or bam but there's not basketball let's get back into hip-hop so i don't lose lose people the weekend is not from us he's from canada and um just to throw it out there because i think people forgot just for no reason other than throw shade 21 Savage is also not from America. He's from the UK. But, hey, <laughs> I don't know why I felt like throwing that in there. I just felt like that was one of the craziest moments in life when we figured that out. And uh, can't let y'all ever forget that. So, anyways, top male artists. Of course, we finally got the man himself that dropped the M-bomb, right? I was wondering why in the world was this man not getting any Grammy nominations for 2023 after putting up the performance that he did on the charts? Well, Ladies and gentlemen, this man has been accused of being racist. Yes, I know. Looking at him, you would never tell that this man was racist. You would never tell that this man would walk into a bar and be like, I didn't think I'd see you people. You know what I'm saying? With that mustache, with that haircut, who would have ever thunk that that man would look at black people and have some racist sentiments crossing in his brain? Mm -mm -mm. So anyways... Morgan Wallen was the leader for top male artists. Then we had Drake, Luke Combs, The Weeknd, and Zach Bryan. Um, Luke Combs is an interesting one because I've listened to Luke Combs. I'm pretty sure he's a country artist. And I think that's the first time I ever listened to country music. And I was like, oh, I get it. Like, this is fire. It's like sad songs mostly. But for country, they get away with it. Because you know how people clown Juice World and Rod Wave, how they're super sad, making music all the time, or super sad through their music all the time. Luke Combs basically sings sad songs, but everybody just gravitates towards it because I guess that's just how country is. So hip hop, you know, with this braggadocious lyrics, you know, not really supposed to get sad too often, but for country is the exact opposite. Showing your feelings really results in a revenue stream. So anyways. It was nice seeing Luke Combs up there. Top hot 100 artists had Morgan Wallen leading again with Drake, Luke Combs, and now we have SZA and Taylor Swift. So top streaming artists. Now, this is this one was interesting because I thought this would go to, go to Drake. I'm not going to lie. I thought Drake is the type of artist because if you don't know, Drake really doesn't get any of his uh, numbers from physical copies. It's all streams. I'm not going to say, yeah, I think it's all streams. I don't think he sells discs. He doesn't sell vinyls. I know for a fact he doesn't sell vinyls, any physical copies. So I don't even know if you can actually buy a disc with For All the Dogs title on it. Like maybe if you downloaded it and, and burnt the cd yourself a shout out to our people who was out there burning cds back in the day but as far as streaming i thought drake would be number one but of course they have morgan wallen at leading the pack with a drake SZA, taylor swift and then zach bryan the reason why taylor swift i don't think this is in order but anyways the reason why taylor swift is um not leading this um category because you would think obviously the dominance that she displayed in 2023 she would also lead top streaming is because her fans went out and purchased her music i know right talk about actually respecting and valuing music the swifties went out and purchased physical copies with a price tag that is outlandish 
that you could substitute that for any type of meal at a fast food place they went and purchased taylor swift speak easy in 18 uh in 1989 so with that being said the swifties really showed up when it came to physical copies and best believe me if the artist had the option for 500,000 fans to buy the album or a million fans to stream they're choosing 500,000 fans to buy the albums 10 times out of 10 if y'all knew how little a stream was worth compared to buying actual music it is it, it it is very bewildering that artists promote streaming so much when you can have your artists buy an album and it count more towards the charts. If I, and especially because some artists be faking, well, all artists fake their numbers. It's like 70, 80% fake, and the rest is like actual fan base. Um, just keep that in mind for all the entertainment industry. So, with that being said, Morgan Wall, well, no, what was I saying? Um, Totally forgot what I was saying. Oh. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I definitely forgot my point. I'm getting old. But, but anyways, the top streaming artist, as you can see, Morgan Wallen uh, led the pack. And the the discussion between whether an artist will like actual album purchases versus streaming is an interesting one because I don't think people realize just how many streams you need to add up to like one album sale. So, um, yeah, it's a lot. It's like a thousand, two thousand to even equivalent to one album purchase. So, anyways, let's keep going. Top duo slash group. We have uh oh, I think I covered these people. So uh Fuerza Regida. Yeah, that's how you say it. Cause I think I actually looked up how to say their name. So Fuerza Regida won this um category along with some of these names I'm gonna definitely mess up. Um, Esleban Armando, Armado, Armado. I think it's Armado. I don't know. Esleban Armado, fifty fifty, which looks like a K-pop group. Uh, Grupo Frontera. I'll cover him extensively. And Metallica. Oh, look at Metallica. Isn't they like a? They like ancient, ain't they? Oh, my fault. Like I ain't mean to be that disrespectful, but goodness i i see metallica i think back into the the civil war days i'm, I'm like dang y'all been around for a minute right anyways I, i'm probably incorrect with that because i don't really cover or know too much about metallica but i just think they're just super old for some reason so anyways top new artists see uh ice spice up there i don't know why that jumped out at me it, you know as far as being the, the first person on this list because obviously she wasn't the leader of this or the winner of this category but she jumped out to me not uh, nonetheless so we had zach bryan as the leader of the top new artists bailey zimmerman and ice spice jelly roll what in the bro y'all really out here streaming a man named jelly roll now no hate right let me let y'all see this Cause I don't even think y'all can see. Okay, now y'all can see his name. What in the world are y'all doing? Spending y'all free time listening to a man called Jelly Roll. I'm being dead serious. I don't care what type of music this man makes. And as a hip hop cover, I know I sound like a complete, total hypocrite talking about another artist's name. But let me tell you something. Jelly Roll is up there for one of the worst artist names I've ever seen in life. How are you gonna get any type of brand sponsorship? with a mix of two different candy companies like at that point 
you're not even trying in life. Like, you're just trying to get your bag and dip. Who in the world is giving a big sponsorship or promotional bag to a man called Jelly Roll? Like, honestly, I don't know why they're tricking me. That's just crazy. People don't be thinking about their names no more. Nobody puts thought into their name. Nobody puts significant mental capacity to coming up with an artist's name that's going to last forever. I mean, I guess you could change it like Lotto did, but you already know that whole situation. Um, for my fans of other genres or my or supporters of other genres, I mean, um, yeah, I totally blank. I don't know why I'm blanking on points right now. But anyways, Jelly Roll is just ridiculous. That, that needs to change. And um, shame on y'all for streaming him. Obviously not, you know, I'm not being serious, you know, tongue in cheek for for us. Uh, before the Jelly Roll people get offended and unite. But like Jelly Roll Unite, is that like the, that's like the Captain America uh, Avengers uh, assemble, right? Like, do y'all be like Jelly Roll out before you listen to his music? Anyways, let me, let me keep going. My fault. Uh, and then, oh, can't be disrespectful. And then ending off the list for top new artists is Pesa Pluma, who... Me specifically had a lot of um, interest and in authentic coverage of Peso, literally because he's my favorite Latin music, uh, my favorite Latin musician currently. So, but who's out here streaming Jelly Roll? I'm still stuck on that. I'm sorry, I got to move on because I can't look at this no more. Jelly Roll is ridiculous. That's that that just got to go. Like, if you listen to Jelly Roll, y'all got to click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias, like, why, why are you listening to him and, and how can I intervene, right? So anyways, top top hot 100 producers. We have Joey Moy, that's how you say it, Jack Antonoff, Metro Boomin, Taylor Swift, and Zach Bryan. Now, you know what they say, if Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. And not me specifically, because I'm a law-abiding citizen. But somebody will shoot you if Metro don't trust you. So I don't know why he needs somebody to shoot for him. Heard he's pretty sensitive. But, you know, that's just come from, coming from uh, unique sources. Let's just leave it at that. So anyways, um, when it comes to Metro Boomin, I thought he would be the leader. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know what jo Joey Moy produced. That's just my ignorance. But as far as Metro producing the Spider-Man soundtrack and also producing... Well, I guess Heroes and Villains technically was a 2022 release in December, I believe. So that probably didn't count. Okay, so that kind of makes sense. But if they would have counted up... I don't like when artists put out albums in December because it's like they want... Uh, they want awards from a year that they didn't release in, you know? It's like you released in technically... In technicality, right? If we're in like a competitive lane... Te technically you're excluded from winning because you released the album and last year i don't care if it was in december you shouldn't have released in december you should have chose an earlier date in the year you chose to release it in december it's gonna stay in that year but anyways you know other people are a little different so i think that's why he's not leading the pack i think if it would have combined heroes and villains along with the spider man across the spider verse soundtrack it probably would have he probably would been leading the pack but Nonetheless, he's still on the list, and along with uh, Zach Bryan, Taylor Swift, Jack Antonoff, and of course, the leader of the top hot 100 producer, Joey Moy. I know being a producer probably is very lucrative, so all of these people are well-fed, and two of these artists are, well, two of these people are actually artists along with being a producer, so that's just another level of uh, revenue stream. 
So that's basically it. And then we have artists by genre. Of course, I'm not going to go through all that. I just really wanted to get into the top artists just to give y'all an um, implication, uh, an overview of how the industry is looking right now. And as you can see, hip-hop is nowhere to be found. I mean, we see K-pop. We see Latin musicians, like I was saying at the beginning of the segment, we really getting outplayed by these different genres when we used to just dominate them completely. And so now it's not looking like that. But, hey, I mean, how you I don't even know. I mean, I guess top rap touring artists. I mean, a, a genre specifically for us, we won. I mean, I guess. And of course, it's Drake. I mean, if we talk about hip hop, Drake's the only one putting up consistent numbers. It's kind of like LeBron at this point. It's like nobody wants to help this man. Nobody wants to help Drake carry the genre. Like it's just him and him alone. Well, Nicki did her thing. If I had, okay, so let me shout out some of the artists that did their thing, right? SZA, Future led hip-hop artists of 2023 and as far as chart impact and then drake was also in there um little dirk j cole all my life did that come out this year i don't know why i'm blanking on that i think that i think that song did come out this year yeah 2023 came out may 12th 2023 so little dirk j cole with all my life definitely impacted the charts i'm just i'm just giving you some of the heavy hitters from hip-hop and then we had little uzi vert just want to rock of course we had SZA just taking over dominating the charts when it comes to uh carrying the r&b mantra people say r&b is dead and i just think that's because they don't want to give women any credit all these women out here like SZA, um capella gray um all right Lennox. so many other ones i'm blanking on it right now summer walker i mean it's just so many different women running the r&b space so for people to say r&b is dead or r&b not performing tell me why r&b out here outperforming hip-hop so anyways um you know of course to wrap this up i'm not gonna like go through every single list i mean as you can see right here top rap artist all of these is just gonna be drake if it's not rap uh I mean, if it's rap, it's Drake. If it's R&B, it's SZA. That's that's just how you need it. That's just how we're gonna leave it because that's that's literally how it is. Um, or the weekend, but the weekend technically didn't put out a body of work. I mean, I know he put out a soundtrack for the Idol, but I'm not counting as a project because if I did, boy, if I did, that'll be up there for me because the weekend just don't miss. I've come to realize why is Kanye West on top gospel album i'm so sorry i just saw that category i'm like bro the slap in the face to christians anyways let's keep going so um yeah that threw me off i'm just gonna leave that up there for y'all amusement so basically with the weekend being the top r&b artist and oh no oh, okay i remember what i was saying so the weekend putting out the idol soundtrack made me realize that i think the weekend sonically has put out some of the best music i've ever heard in life i mean not to be dramatic but sonically this man is just on a different level and over time because it's been quite some time that the weekend's been consistently putting out music i've just realized sonically he's putting out he's put out some of the best music I've ever heard in life. I mean, listening to Hurricane, listening to what was that song off of the Idol? It's like all the girls or whatever. 
listening to the song with the the weekend one of the girls listening to, uh that's the one i was talking about one of the girls and then listening to the song with the weekend uh not the weekend with a uh, little baby yeah see it's not in this albums because it's a playlist that's what i'm saying it's that's why it's hard to find it um how do i even pull that up how do you pull up an album that's a that's a soundtrack oh, okay i found it no i didn't find it what in the world bro this makes it so hard let me just go to this is the weekend okay yeah so um the song with little baby i still can't find it man they make it really hard to find this idol soundtrack false idols with little baby that song along with hurricane really the weekend little baby if they came out with a collaborative album it could be one of the best collaborative albums of all time i think i think sonically those two really mesh um trying to think what else and then let me see that's basically it i'm trying to look and see what actually was yeah that's what it is the idol soundtrack okay so then you had popular you got one of the girls you have filled the void you have false idols double fantasy like i don't think y'all really understand if the weekend put this out as his own album I'm not saying that he couldn't get these features on his own, but the HBO budget must have been crazy because I've never seen this many high-level uh, features on the Weekend album. Not saying he couldn't get them. I'm just saying he never did previously before this album. Like, this album, he was pulling out the heavy hitters. Like, Playboy Cardi don't come out for nobody. He came out for the Weekend. Uh, he literally had a K-pop artist on here, Janie, I believe. Uh, little baby was on here future i mean this man was pulling out all the stops for this soundtrack for for a tv show that wasn't even that good i watched i even watched the entire thing i even finished it it was that bad i'm sorry and i'm a huge weekend fan so that should let you know what type of uh static we have right now so not static but what type of uh, show we have as that show was not it um jealous guy doll like it's just that soundtrack if it was an actual album from the weekend would probably be one of his greatest albums of all time because that man was really uh putting up some top tier vocal performances on that album well technically soundtrack so anyways it's not an album so it's not gonna be on my list spoiler alert but just had to you know um talk about that because this is the wrap up and i did want to touch on that pause as that really did what um impact me in the way that it made me realize that the weekend actually makes some of the best music i've ever heard so anyways uh songs let me see songs top selling song was anti-hero oh yeah that's probably all you need to know taylor swift morgan wallen last night jungkook lotto seven for a top global song no top global k-pop song sorry top song overall is obviously taylor swift anti-hero um i could keep going on and on about the industry obviously you see the website if you don't analytic dreams video on spotify to see the video along with the audio but the just the numbers that comes from billboard is just very um influential in the market share like it shows you exactly what these artists are doing and how they're performing against his peers like artists can come out and say oh i'm number one can't nobody mess with me until them billboard results come out and their name ain't nowhere to be found on these lists i mean where is meek oh, let me chill <laughs> let's just say as an avid drake fan um some artists that diss drake just just need to realize that sometimes it, it doesn't pay to be a hater you know 
well really all the times it don't pay to be a hater you know so top rap album uh her loss damn her, her loss came out last year didn't it am i tripping her loss came out was it this year let me see her loss yeah her loss came out last year so anyways i don't know why it's looking like that anyways yeah it's starting to get into music from last year so that's that's probably telling me to wrap it up so anyways um overall of course the genre has been um no the consumption of genres has been exp expanding expounding no expanding and me expounding on that is basically telling you that internet has led to people trying out new genres and they've um found out that they have a certain taste for music that they never thought they would so that's why i think we're seeing the rise of a k-pop of an uh afro beats of a uh, latin music those are um those areas specifically i think is why we're seeing this type of decline and to to add on to that are legends in the game taking 20 plus years to drop music i'm looking directly at you kendrick lamar so anyways um with that being said hip-hop overall sales and influence is still strong so i don't want y'all to think like nobody listen but compared to the market share like i said we had like 23 percent. let me see if i can find this again to wrap this up yeah overall r&b and hip-hop so both the genres combined accounted for 26 percent of the u.s market in 2023 and once again illuminate data according to them only three hip-hop albums released in 2023 were among the top 25 most consumed the fewest in six years mm -mm -mm. so it'll be interesting to see where we go from here but as far as y'all click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think about hip-hop's decline in overall charts and what do you think hip-hop needs to do to reclaim its throne and start to dominate again in the billboard and chart landscape say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.